Hi everyone, my name is Kate Lee Emerald, the founder of Life of Emerald. Life of Emerald is for your mind, body, and soul. It is an online studio creating contents, introducing ancient wisdom, spirituality, and world cultures to people all walks of life to heal and improve their lives. Global Healing Movement 2020 is advocating for mental health, and Sacred Healing Summit is speaking up about the elephants in the room with thought leaders in business, psychology, education, medicine, and spirituality. Our sacred guest today is Syed Karhani. Hi, Syed. Hello. Thank you so much for having me. It's an honor to be here. It is our pleasure and honor to host you, Syed. Thank you. Syed Karhani is calling in from New Delhi, India, and he's a talent development expert, organizational consulting specialist, and happiness scientist. He is the founder of Indian Training Company. In his experience of 14 years, he has been involved with building capability of poor performance, managing organizational culture and change, and helping people understand, appreciate, and embrace happiness. Wow, lots to talk about today. See it. <laughs> For sure, for sure. I'm looking forward to it. Yeah. Yet our first question is, could you please share with our audience how you contribute your talent and time to the world? Sure. So, as you just read in my short bio that I am a talent development expert and I'm an organizational consulting specialist and I'm also a happiness scientist. What I do is I help people develop their knowledge skills and abilities so that they and the organizations that they're working for can succeed and grow. By doing this, I not only empower people to achieve their monetary goals, but I also empower people to achieve happiness. I define happiness as a combination of physical and mental comfort. And I believe that the things that we really aspire to attain in life, you know, like a house, like a car, like a comfortable air conditioner, are all means to achieve happiness. Um, I should also add on to the list of things, you know, I, I only mentioned things which are related to comfort or related to luxury. I'm also talking about a good healthcare insurance plan. I'm also talking about a quality education. I'm also talking about the small gifts that you give to your family members on their birthdays. All of these things, they contribute to an overall happiness index. And that's where my core area of interest lies. So as a talent development expert and as a happiness scientist, my pursuit is to help people prosper and make sure that they do so while keeping happiness at the core of all that they do. And that's how I try to help the world and that's how I try to contribute to making this world a better place. Excellent, excellent. The happiness is related to health and body health and family, how you treat your family members and how you treat your colleagues at work and how you really do everything at the core in everyday everyday situation attributes to happiness and health it sounds like yeah. see happiness is 
linked to a lot of things and in today's time i think we also had a discussion about it in our earlier call that thanks to um, media like instagram and youtube and uh, facebook and influencers like you know the popular influencers such as let's say dan bilzerian or jake paul or logan paul young people have started to look at success in a in a very unidirectional way they have started to believe that if people are not on a luxury yacht and they are not wearing a $5000 suit or they they do not have those uh, you know very uh, blinged out sunglasses they're not successful or they're not happy which is incorrect as uh, as a very popular uh, anecdote goes that uh, when alexander the great he won everything and he was passing by and he met this uh, beggar philosopher and i believe it was seneca and he said you know alexander asks this this poor man sitting on the side of the road that i've just conquered the world tell me what do you want so this uh, this poor man says i just want you to move your horse so that i can get my sunlight So, you know happiness can be achieved from something as simple as sitting at the side of the road and basking in the sun but what we have been made to believe in today's world is that it's all about ferraris it's all about lamborghinis if you do not have a luxury yacht you're not doing anything so yeah oh that is really funny how this man Alexander the Great has accomplished yeah. everything in their in his checkbox check 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 and in front of this man want to show off what can i do for you something like like that and yeah. simply this man says just move over yeah just move over you're nothing special <laughs> that's all you want because <laughs> happiness really depends on the essence of the moment right absolutely it does as as uh, i think it was uh, in one of uh, aristotle's uh, and the notes that i was reading aristotle says that when you move towards accomplishment accomplishment moves forward so that's that's very true in today's society that no matter how much riches you have no matter how much uh material possessions you may have there will always be something more to look forward and uh what what uh, uh jeff bezos with his uh, blue horizon technology are doing and with uh, you know elon musk is doing with spacex and uh, you know they they're trying to conquer space now and which is which is beautiful which is scientific and i appreciate that uh but that's a that's a positive endeavor um a lot of times what's going to happen is that some people you know as they as they showed in the movie avatar some people might use those same technologies or same endeavors for negative consequences um and although i i do not believe in in classifying things as good or bad the only positive and negative for me is a something which is harmful or uh which is against life is negative and anything which is for life 
which promotes life is positive because as the inhabitants of this beautiful planet we're all one and when i'm talking about life i'm not just talking about myself i'm talking about everyone and when i say everyone i'm again not talking about only human beings i'm also talking about animals i'm also talking about plants because all life forms everything that means everything is interconnected everything is helping us grow evolve empower and everything is made up of the same sacred energy that we are made up of what do you say about it yeah interesting how um, we you and i consider animal as sentient being and plant as a living being just as respectful as we are as human and because everything is interconnected like a web of life we you know there is a notion that killing something for the sake of killing is really harming the whole ecosystem including humans right and so when we need to know is mm, connect our brain and heart and understand that you know everything is a sacred thing on earth coexisting and that's a beautiful point yes thank you well i'm interested in how you um how you form your philosophy your life the life philosophy and what got you here so our second question for our audience is could you tell us one or two personal story which has shaped your world view today for sure so i always tell people that i evolve every day and uh, what i was yesterday i'm not today and what i am today i will not be tomorrow because every day something happens to me which changes me as a person as an individual and it's one of the you can say uh, a kind of a promise that i've made to myself i've i've said to myself that i will never settle down when it comes to transforming myself for the better yesterday i had not had this conversation with you today i am having this conversation with you and by the end of this conversation i would have learned many new things from you so i'm like a thief when it comes to knowledge i'm like a thief when it comes to learning new things if you've got some good piece of knowledge i'm going to steal it from you for sure and i'm going to i'm going to pick your pocket i'm going to steal that piece of knowledge which you have um pinpointing one or two incidents is yeah for sure so in i think it was in one of my first jobs uh, there was this awesome awesome human being his his name was uh, you know we call him jp let me not take his name perhaps you would not like it so we called him jp and he was uh, he was my colleague and every day i saw that as soon as we you know logged into our computers and started working so he used to open the britannic encyclopedia and and wikipedia and merriam webster and dictionary.com you know all those all those uh, tabs he used to open them on his internet browser and one day i asked him that why do you do that 
so he, he said to me that the work that i'm doing is for my stomach uh this this job that i'm doing it's for my stomach it's i'm doing this so that i can you know get paid and i can buy food and i can eat and i can satisfy my stomach but these internet browser internet browser tabs that you see this britannica encyclopedia or wikipedia it's for my heart and my mind and my soul and this guy used to read you know all sorts of different articles he was not focused he was not researching on one subject every day he would go on britannica he would start reading another article he would go on wikipedia he would start reading another article and that inspired me so much and uh, i i actually look back at that moment and i i can definitely say that that was one of the changing points in my life and i learned so much from that man um and i started reading i started learning and that has definitely made me more aware um uh, we were talking about awareness versus knowledge before we started off the interview um and in today's world we've got a lot of people with a lot of knowledge you know we've got a lot of people with a lot of information and you can get knowledge from education and experiences but you cannot get awareness from it you know awareness is something which comes rather from within it is it is like a candle which has to be lit it's not one of those fancy modern lights that you know that will turn on as soon as you walk into the room it it's not like that mm-hmm. it's it's a candle which will have to be deliberately lit so when i started reading about all those things and i started reading about philosophy and you know the space and black holes and i read hawking's books as well later on and i i read uh, read about marcus aurelius as well uh, the, the the great roman emperor and the philosopher and that helped me lighting the candle within myself and every day as i meet beautiful beautiful people like you um i learn something new every day and the and the flame of that candle it's getting brighter and brighter day by day so uh you know just to repeat myself there are no particular incidents but that one incident i can remember which has definitely shaped helped which has helped shaping my world view and of course you know i've met a lot of different amazing people there's this uh, there's this organization called the social design collaborative and what they do is they help build schools for uh for economically weaker uh for kids who are from the economically weaker sections and there are a lot of flood plains in delhi so there's this river yamuna which flows through uh our city and during during the period of monsoon which is the period of heavy rainfall this river it swells and those flood plains they get covered with water and so these kids you know who are from those uh financially deprived areas they are not able to go to school because their area is all flooded so what social design collaborative did was they built schools which could be uh which could be assembled and uh you know disassembled and then reassembled again so every year before before the rain started they kind of you know just fold down the school put it in a box 
and after the rains are over they set up the school again so it's a it's a genius initiative and i was involved in it i helped them uh, fund a little video for their promotional activities and i met and i i went there and i met a lot of kids that uh, that whole journey it humbled me a lot it it helped me understand the importance of the of the little things that i have you know um this this what we're doing right now it's a blessing uh i'm sitting in new delhi india you're sitting in seoul south korea we are having this awesome conversation we're dressed in like nice jackets um you know i'm sitting in an air conditioned room and so are you and this is a blessing and that was one of the incidents that really you know it it helped me it helps me keep grounded and because of uh, because of people like uh, the team from social design collaborative because of people like jp i am always humble you know, no matter how uh, no matter what successes that i achieve i will always know that there are there are there are real heroes out there there are real mvps out there uh, who are doing much much better than i am so that's that answers your question i hope certainly certainly uh, we are we are the amalgamation or is that the word of amalgamation thank you amalgamation of everyone walking into our life and we become you know we synergize and merge ideas and um ideas and speech and then we form a new way of being and so what is reminding me of hearing hearing you describe your life is the camino walk in spain yeah you walk for days and you meet interesting people and so is life right it's so is life and and thanks thanks for bringing light to how blessed we are just to you know have internet connection and have it sitting in air conditioned place to have this dialogue because there are people out there who we cannot sometimes fathom how how much challenge they're going through day to day you know i particularly like the uh it's folding in and folding out the school it's quite fun <laughs> it's a genius idea um and you know sometimes i believe that we start taking for granted uh, our entire life i was listening to uh, gary vaynerchuk the other day and uh, and he shared some statistics about how how fortunate we are to uh be a human being and to have this life and i was blown away so he shared uh he said that our chances of being a human being or being born as a human being are 400 trillion to 1 i was like what <laughs> that's amazing man that's amazing and um you know imagine we overcoming all those odds and uh, being born in in this planet and although you know I, i know i can i can go into the area of nihilism and i can talk about uh, frederick nietzsche's ideas of you know, how life has no meaning and all those things 
I but I, I I tell people that even if you're nihilistic in your approach, even if you uh, even if you have the if you live life by the idea that life has no meaning, then it's good. You know, establish the fact that life has no meaning, and we do not know where we came from, and we do not know where we will go. You know, if you are from that uh, thought school, it's good. You establish that fact. Now what? Now let's do something to make the world better, because we are here now. So you know, imagine it in this way. Let's say you take a bus. and that bus was not the bus which you were supposed to take you know let's say you were supposed to go to busan and you ended up somewhere else uh let's say you you ended up in uh, in another in a completely different part of korea and uh, so now what you know you you you're eventually there so let's do something to make the most of your time in that city in that place and let's not waste it i was listening to robin sharma yesterday and robin sharma was sharing a story of how he met deepak chopra at an airport and robin sharma said that deepak said to him uh be a good animal and i love that idea i said wow that's that, that's so good and robin said uh that we're all animals we're all trying to figure out life as it is unfolding in front of us we're not sure of what is to come tomorrow i always tell people that we only have our estimations about the future we only have our estimates about about the future we don't know what's going to happen tomorrow i mean if if you're talking about 2020 this year i had a project in saudi arabia and i was supposed to be in saudi arabia delivering a project it was it was a year long project and the coronavirus hit us and i had no other plans for this year because i was booked for the entire year in saudi arabia and then the coronavirus hit us and then that project obviously got postponed because all the flights were canceled and i had to look for new arenas new avenues so you know uh, i think I, i kind of deviated from the topic a little bit <laughs> but um, you know as you were as you were uh, saying that you know, we're very extremely lucky to have this life and it's it's up to us to make the most of it yeah the key word i heard you say is thought school yeah nihilism if you subscribe to that thought school then that's on you good on you if you've subscribed to idealism that thoughts well that's on you good good for you so neither is good or bad but just is whatever we subscribe to that is going to be our inner and outer reality the fundamental um point that i i hear you draw is even if whatever thoughts thoughts go you subscribe to like we we are extremely lucky to be here and what can we do something about it you know we're, we let's let's either positive or negative do something but you know hopefully pass something positively contributing to the betterment of society that is the preference to preference <laughs> okay so you also mentioned about you know many thought leaders and like philosophy um and particularly mentioned about Marcus Aurelius the Roman emperor and 
you know, Seneca, also a philosopher, Alexander the Great, the warrior, uh, conqueror. And I wonder, as we jump into our third question, I wonder if you could sort of tie back to these figures that you mentioned. So our third question is, what is your understanding of the current state of planet Earth or the collective consciousness? Sure. Um, I always have an optimistic view. Uh, and I, every day when I wake up, I drink two spoonfuls of, you know, I, I take one spoonful of optimism and I eat it. I take one spoonful of hope and I eat it. And that's how I live my entire day. Um, so you're not going to hear anything. You know, you're not going to hear me saying that, oh, this world has been ruined by technology. Oh, this world has been ruined by this, you know, the new generation. No, I would, I would say that uh, I believe uh, every generation contributes some things. It's, it's, it's yin yang, right? Uh, yin yang is, I think, it, it is, it is the essence of everything. Uh, there's something good and some, some bad. And there's some bad and everything that that that's good. Uh, so you know, it's just like yin and yang. Uh, there is no positive without a negative. There is no negative without a positive. So every generation has contributed some uh, something beautiful, something ugly to this world. Uh, if we talk, if you know, look back to the times of the great kings and emperors. So yes. Um, we had the great period of renaissance when people were creating beautiful works of arts and Michelangelo was breaking his back painting the Sistine Chapel and Leonardo da Vinci was painting beautiful um, uh, Mona Lisa's and other uh, great works and Botticelli was creating something else but at the same time some people were <laughs> crushing other people's heads under the feet of elephants so, you know, that was also happening. So something good and something bad, it keeps happening in the world at the same time. So my, my view of, my current view of the world and the, and the cosmic consciousness and the global consciousness is that we are uh, going through a period of transformation because, uh, you know, I, I do not have to say this again, but I will, that human beings are very young species the dinosaurs they lived and they ruled the earth for uh, like nearly 200 million years and what we have uh, you know if if i become generous with the numbers i'm going to say that human beings have been on earth for as human beings as homo erectus and homo sapiens We've been on Earth for the last 50,000 years or 60,000 years, if I'm being generous with the numbers. So we're, we're very young. And uh, uh, I, I like to quote movies sometimes because I'm a, I'm a big movie fan. So as Optimus Prime in one of the Transformers movies, he says that human beings are a young species, but they've got, they've got potential. They've got the potential to grow. So uh, that's what my, my view of the world is. I believe that we are going through a great period of transformation. And there are um, you know, economies are emerging around the world. And 
it's it's very sad that the only way to view human progress is by measuring our economies but that's what we that's the best we can do right now uh you know we're we're measuring economies and that's how we are measuring human progress um <clears throat> i think eventually what's going to happen is that our our future generations and i'm not talking about generation z i'm talking about some other generation maybe 100 years or 200 years down the line we're going to come up with new measures new metrics to to map our progress and hopefully at that time we will not just have economic progress as the measure of our success we will include uh things like our well-being our health our happiness as one of the measures of our progress and our success so currently the world is going through great uh, changes great periods of transformation and if if you look right now um the lgbtq community which was silent and which was silenced i should say you know forcibly for such a long time has now got the power to speak up uh and that's beautiful women uh who were you know i don't know who made these rules but women were considered not as uh, capable as men and i'm so happy that women today are emerging as great leaders in fact i was reading a report the other day um that uh, the coronavirus pandemic has uh, seen a less surge in the areas and in the organizations and in uh, in the geographies where there are women leaders one of the biggest example is uh, uh, jakinda arden who is the uh, prime minister of new zealand um and new zealand has been able to eradicate uh, or you know like minimize the impact of coronavirus to a great extent and uh, there was a news uh, the other day that four new cases of coronavirus came up in new zealand and jakinda arden she she had an emergency meeting at midnight with her team so you know women are uh, really nurturing this world like the nurture uh, all of us the babies and there's a reason why we call uh, earth as the mother earth and not as the father earth because if, if probably earth was father earth earth would have been like drinking beer smoking a cigarette <laughs> telling us to telling us to kick each other's asses uh but yeah that's that's a, that's a joke of course <laughs> so yeah that's that's what my world view is very well said is you walk us through um plethora of leaders out there who are exemplifying uh great leadership and mother earth yeah it is a sentient being as well you know like we are an animal earth has a living living livingness in its living being and we call that we call mother earth it has a nurturing energy and you say many things here i I like to dialogue about let's see your personal experience living in India right now 
And uh, the patriarchal, the uh, narrative that you mentioned earlier, somehow somebody wrote that women are lesser species than men. Now, can you briefly share what is what change is happening in India right now as we speak? Yeah, so India is uh, um, India has got one of the most amazing cultures, as you already know. And uh, I, I'm never afraid of criticizing India because I also have to say a lot of great things about India. It's my country and it's amazing. You know, our punchline is incredible India. That's what our tourism department's punchline for India is. Incredible India. And I think it's the most apt punchline that you can ever imagine because this nation is truly incredible. I mean, uh, people of certain religions uh, in India, in Indian culture, they they pray to goddesses that are women. So they bow down in front of goddesses. And then sometimes what happens is that the same person who is bowing down in front of a goddess in the morning is, is threatening his wife in the evening. And that's 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 a that's a wonderful uh, disconnect that we're looking at. It's it's amazing. It's an amazing insight into human psychology. Um, talking about patriarchal society, so you surprised to know that in India, especially in the southern parts of India, uh, there are there are a lot of places. For example, there's Tamil Nadu, there's Kerala, and then there are other regions as well where in certain places they follow the matriarchal society so the head of a household is always going to be a woman and let's say in in the case of an arranged marriage or in the case of uh, uh, a property dispute a land dispute it's going to be the the eldest female of the house who is going to give the final verdict so, uh, yes, the patriarchal society exists in India, but there are also many places where matriarchal societies also exist, and it's it's a it's a wonderful reality again. So, you know, I'm I'm talking about the same amazing eye-opening disconnect here again, which is uh, which I would say is a very beautiful beautiful uh, chaos, a very beautiful conflict. The same. Uh, worshipping the goddess and uh, kind of uh, being cruel to your wife kind of a conflict. So in certain places there there would be a very strong um, and a very dangerous patriarchal society where the women are uh, uh, they're, they're uh, uh, expected to cover their faces when they're going in front of men. You know, like the as it is in many uh, Muslim countries as well, let's say in, in Afghanistan or in Pakistan, even in India, in certain places. So women, they wear this thing called, it's called a burqa. Uh, and a burqa or a niqab, so it's called a niqab, it's called a burqa. And it's a, it's a, it's a veil that is supposed to cover your face, only your eyes are visible and your entire body is not visible. So there are things like those as well but again along with the same things there are ideas like you know the matriarchal society also exists 
and i have a friend in saudi arabia uh, who was telling me that saudi arabia is absolutely the same on the one hand uh, on the one hand you know, there are women who are wearing these uh, these niqabs these burqas all the saudi women like they they mostly go for hijabs and not the niqabs but uh, certain women also go for you know the niqabs and this this friend of mine that i'm talking about she would wear uh she would wear a, a short dress and she would go out partying and i would always ask her what's wrong with you are you not a part of the society so she said see everything exists in in balance with another so yes that is also happening and this is also happening so reality is not just uh, a unidirectional construct realities are there are multiple parallel realities and they are existing together so uh, i think that's 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 what my answer is about india as well that yes it's a it's a majorly patriarchal society but, but there are matriarchal societies as well and people are worshiping goddesses that are uh, women that are females beautifully laid out the multidimensionality of the indian culture and not neither one or the other is the way highway there are multifaceted reality happening all at once and it is displayed in the incredible india in the thematic way of cap cap encapsulating what india is of deep diversity in india in itself mm. Thank you for sharing that Sayed. Could you Yeah, could you please share one simple practical thing that our audience can implement in their lives right now for their health, happiness, integration. Oh, I wanted to mention about earlier what you mentioned about men worshiping goddesses but in the evening um acting out rebuking the wife yeah and i wonder if this is the disparity between externalizing the goddess beings and like separating human as just human you know because we we are a spiritual being having a human experience therefore i am a goddess you are a god you know what i mean yeah that's a very beautiful thought that you have and i've also thought about these things that if um, if god lies in all of us uh then all of us are gods and if we are worshiping a god uh whose image is in everything that is around us and everything that is inside us then i believe we should be worshiping everything and that's a very beautiful thought um you you're right i believe that uh when people look at a goddess people believe that you know the goddess is absolutely error free and the goddess is uh, is completely free from uh from the human ideas of right and wrong so people are not judging or expecting things from the goddess in the same way that they are judging and expecting things from their partners 
and also if you look at the hindu mythology uh, tell me if i if i if i start taking a lot of time so just stop me okay uh, if you look, if you look at hindu mythology so uh, the the god ram or rama as he's known in the western cultures he went with his wife sita and he was he was asked to uh, leave the kingdom for 14 years and he lived in jungles and such and then uh, sita was abducted by uh, the demon king ravana and he was taken to this place called lanka and so sita had to go through a lot of hardships and when everything ended so this is this is all depicted in the in the ramayana or again as the western world calls it the ramayana uh i love how american people have these beautiful pronunciations of sanskrit words so uh, so in the in, it's it's all written in the ramayana so when sita came back sita had to prove her purity so uh even in mythology it's depicted very well how even you know goddesses had to sometimes prove themselves to people so uh it's 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 not it's not a matriarchal idea or it's not a patriarchal idea it's just the human idea of how sometimes we have to prove ourselves our love or our uh, purity as such to the people with whom we are really committed to be with so yeah so that's uh, that's a little example to accompany what i was saying earlier okay uh, mission b accomplished and, and my question was one simple practical thing our audience can implement in their lives but i think i feel like i we gotten more i mean a valuable thing the mythology from you than the first one practical thing so thank you for that <laughs> as i'm collecting ancient wisdom and knowledge um with the life of emerald this is really valuable thanks yet <laughs> you're absolutely welcome uh if i if i had to talk about uh, a valuable thing for your viewers i would have definitely talked about awareness there's uh, there's this awesome idea that i practice i call it the 3a process so there are three a's uh, the first a is awareness the second a is acceptance and the third a is action and i always tell people to develop awareness about yourself and about others and about your goals once you have that awareness try and accept the facts that yes uh, you do not know something because a lot of people their ego gets in between and it, you know the ego starts beating them down and starts telling them that no you're perfect you're perfect <laughs> which is which is an absurd thought so uh, develop awareness accept that there are many things that you do not know and then take action towards improving yourself towards bettering yourself awareness action awareness, awareness acceptance action acceptance and action very well thank you for that so before you go see it uh before we say see you later i have enjoyed this conversation i like to 
uh, our audience an opportunity for um, to, to find you online and how can how can our audience contact you and follow you that'd be great sure so I stay really active on Instagram um, people can get in touch with me directly at Syed S-Y-E-D S Karhani K-A-R-H-A-N-I or there's uh, we have our website which is www.indiantrainingcompany.com so they can go to that website and get in touch with us or you can just google my name Syed Sani Karhani and you'll get a lot of uh, results with uh, with my information just go to one of those results on LinkedIn Facebook Instagram just type in your message reach to reach out to me farewell Syed what does your name mean Syed Karhani Syed means leader so it's an Arabic it's an Arabic name <clears throat> it means leader so uh, uh, and I believe that uh Uh, it's, it's a very beautiful name, Syed, and uh, it, it also gives me a lot of uh, responsibilities to act out in a way which is uh, which complements my name. So I need to be a good leader, not for the world, but for my own life and for my own self. I'm a leader of my own thoughts, my own actions. So I have to be a good leader. I have to lead myself into a better life. Oh, I love that. And Karhani is yeah, Karhani is my surname, and it's a it's a pseudonym. It's a poetic pseudonym which was adopted by my grandfather uh, to write poetry. So that's how it came to be. Oh, I love that. Leading yourself to lead others. So your role modeling how you lead yourself is really leading the other. So again, going back to internal inquiry, awareness, acceptance, and action. Take care of yeah. ourselves first, take responsibility of our speech and action, and automatically yeah. we'll be able to lead the other. And your name, Syed, is the one leading and leading. The name, I believe, people become that. I, I, I believe that whether we like it or not, right? whether we know it or not, and everything has a divine essence. Well, thank you very much, Syed, and I thoroughly enjoyed our conversation, and I can sense the leadership um, in you, in your thoughts, and how you convey the messages, and really pleased um, to connect with you from all over, I mean, all across the country, all across the continent, let's say India, It's yeah, all across East Asia. Yeah. Okay. Well, here's where we say see you later, Syed. My name is Kaylee Emerald, the founder of Life of Emerald. Life of Emerald is for your mind, body, and soul. You can get a get a hold of me at lifeofemerald at gmail.com and find me on Instagram, lifeofemerald underscore S. Syed, see you later. Bye. See you later. Thank you so much. It was beautiful talking to you. Have a great day.